here on Victory 91.5. I'm Q, and this is your morning, and we're so glad to have the opportunity to share with you. And uh, Andy Cherry got here a little early, so it's exciting. I, I really was expecting, you know, get through this prayer break right here, and, and then we would be diving in. But now... Hello, Andy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great, man. Divine appointments always make me happy. Oh, same. <laughs> it's great to be here. So you had songs and stories last night in Atlanta. Went well? Yeah, it was great. It was a really special night. Got an opportunity to share some songs from my new album as well as some unreleased songs and uh, shared the night with uh, the wonderful Stefan Cashwell, who's an incredible writer and artist, uh, releasing music. He's local here to Atlanta. Yeah, amazing. And we're going to dive into some of your story in a little while and what the Lord's been doing and just all the, the great God stuff that we get to jump into. But one of the things we do here at Victory is every hour we make time to pray. And uh, the scripture that I had set aside uh, for this morning uh, before you guys got here was 1 Corinthians 1.18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. And you're going to hear a lot about that verse in in your story and as we talk today about sometimes the world thinks we're crazy <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and right. that's okay yeah so i would love for you to to pray for yeah. us this morning absolutely lord i thank you um i thank you for this day i thank you for this opportunity i thank you that the reminder of that scripture is that we might feel foolish um, at times. We might feel that people are looking on us as foolish, but, but faith is not foolishness. And God, we have never seen the righteous forsaken and that hope doesn't lead us to shame. And so for the person who's listening to this today who feels a little worn out, a little burnt out, mm. a little confused, a little scared, um, maybe a little foolish, Lord, remind them of that moment where they heard your voice for the first time, where they felt your presence for the very first time. God, would you fill them with faith? Would you fill their heart with hope? Would you fill their homes, their cars, their offices, wherever they are right now, with the hope and the love of Jesus? Mm. And God, would have let it transform every inch of the place that they're in, mm. transform every inch of their life, yes, transform their families, transform their communities. God, we love you. We're so thankful. Um, to be called your children. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Stick around with us here on Victory 91.5. Andy Cherry is going to be our special guest over the next little bit and just really excited to share his story and, and what the Lord is truly doing in the earth right now. And this is just another example. Uh, so stay here. We've got uh, Chasen and uh, actually a song from Andy Cherry coming up in just a little bit here on The Sound of Revival. Lord, I am yours. We have those adoption papers. They're in scripture. They say that very clearly. The title of that song is Orphan, and uh, that's Andy Cherry, and this is Victory 91.5. We have Andy Cherry in the studio. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is normally the time that I tell people to look at their scrolling and see who they're following. And so I encourage people to find Andy Cherry on all the social media platforms. He's got great stuff to share there. But we're going to get diving into his story a little bit this morning. And I shared a story with him because when I used to do public address at, at Christian high schools, doing the starting lineups and having the playlists and all of that, Our God's Alive was on every one of them. 
because mm. it jammed, it spoke to me, and it was just so good. It was from the album Nothing Left to Fear. Now, that was 2012. Yeah. And for most people that I was talking to yesterday when I said, hey, Andy Cherry's coming to hang out, they're like, that guy from, yes, <laughs> yes, from 10 years ago. So, <laughs> so Nothing Left to Fear, 10 years ago, what's, what's been going on? Why, why so long between... Between albums, yeah, ten years ago, man, that's making me feel a I know, little, right? little old. <laughs> uh, man, you know that was a, such an amazing experience, and I loved getting to to release that album back then. It was uh, seriously just a highlight of my life, and um, you know, um, at the time when I was releasing that album and, and touring and supporting uh, Our God's Live and, and some other songs from that from that project. Um, I was a I was a newlywed man. I had been married for just about a year. Wow! And um, was on the road like seventy five percent of the time. And just being real with with y'all today, I mean, it was a it was a challenge for my wife and myself. And we reached a point where, um, yeah, like things were going pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, was getting some chances to be on some amazing tours and. Uh, open up for some amazing artists and 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 really do some some cool stuff but i knew that um my first priority was to be a husband yeah and um to be at home with my wife and i knew that i was at a crossroads um as i know that many people experience all the time i was at a crossroads where i had this one path where um, keep playing on big stages and have people want to take pictures with you and, and buy your albums and right, stuff like right. that, which, let's be honest, that does great things for the ego, right? It does, yeah. <laughs> um, but I knew that um, if I went that way, that it could potentially cause irreparable harm to my family and to my, my marriage. And, um, and so I made a decision uh, in towards the end of 2013 that I was going to step away from the artist thing, uh, yeah. the touring life, um, to to devote time to my marriage and to my family, mm -hmm. and um, you know that was a that was a tough decision, but it was also a really easy decision. And I thank the Lord every day that He gave me the grace to to do the right thing. And and so after that, um, you know, you tell a you tell a record label that. Um, I don't think I'm going to tour anymore. <laughs> and uh, they're like, well, you're not uh, big We're not going to pay you anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we're, that's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, they made a business decision and right. we, we parted ways. And, it's, and I have nothing but love and, and gratitude in my heart for the entire experience and for all the people that were a part of it. Um, but that was sort of the end of that season. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of... Uh, Still traveled a little bit um, and actually was on The Voice back in 2014, uh, kind of a wild experience. But after that, um, 2015, 2016 range, um, I knew that the Lord was calling me just to invest in the local church and to invest in my family. And yeah. so I stopped traveling completely. And um, my wife and I actually moved to Toronto in Canada for about mm. four years where I served as a worship pastor up there. And then um, my wife got pregnant and we moved back to the states to north carolina which is home just to be around family and um still during all this time um you know i i went from being music 24 7 right yeah. and writing and releasing and traveling and everything to probably writing like five songs in five years wow um and 
2020 hit. Do you remember that 2020 was kind of crazy? I don't know if anybody out there remembers. <laughs> Gave us a lot of time on our hands. Yeah. I was talking last night at the uh, at the show we played, and it's like, how many times do you have to hear the word unprecedented before it becomes precedented? <laughs> or back to normal? Yeah, right? the new normal. Yeah. But but 2020 was crazy, and um, obviously everybody knows that. And the church uh, where I was serving at the time, we started these worship gatherings where um, the pastor of the church said. Uh, we want to take the guardrails off of worship, and wow. I, we just want you guys to just go for it. Mm. Um, and I remember he said something to me that I've been a part of leading worship in, in, profession, like in a professional capacity, which always feels odd to say, right. for um, really almost 20 years now. And he said something to me that no pastor has ever said to me in my entire professional ministry life, which was, I want you to forget how to lead worship, and I just want you to worship. Mm. And so these gatherings that we had, what I call them gatherings, but they were just online, right? They just we just hit record and we just went for it. The first one, um, we had like two songs on the on the set list, and you know we look up from our guitars and it was an hour and a half later, like, oh my goodness, you know. And yeah. um, the Lord in that moment just started downloading music into me and because uh, of your obedience uh, letting go of all that other stuff yeah um or obedience availability all of it you know and we were able to get into these spiritual and also musical spaces where the lord was able to start downloading stuff to me and and music and lyrics and melodies in a way that i hadn't experienced in ages right? right like a half decade at this time yeah and i remember standing on that stage that day um and with a, with an immense sense of gratitude that the Lord was just giving me mm-hmm. melodies. Um, actually, the, the that very first time that we did one of those gatherings, a chorus came out that became a song that I released called Mighty. And I just remember having this moment of prayer where I was just saying, thank you, Lord. I, I, I thought this was dead. Yeah. I, I thought that this part of me mm-hmm. was, was gone. I thought that this part of me was dead. And he was like, well, you thought that. I didn't think that. <laughs> like, you thought... You thought that you weren't going to write anymore. You thought that this part of your life was over. You thought that because it didn't look like it used to, that it was never going to be again. Mm. Um, you know, and even just like you can, you convinced yourself that you had all the chances you were ever going to have to follow uh, the dream that I put on your heart, um, to walk in your calling in this way. And you said that. Yeah. You said that. I didn't say that. I was, and, I, and I was like, oh, okay, Lord. Power of death and life in the tongue, right? Yeah. yeah. And absolutely. And so from that moment, um, uh, songs just started flowing in yeah. a way that I hadn't uh, really <laughs> ever experienced and still haven't experienced. And now three years later, you know, yeah, um, almost, no, two years later, um, been just continuing to write and to release. Yeah. And, and even just after, after all that, you know, we get into the fall of that year and, um, the people close to me, my wife and some friends are like, this is the best music you've ever written. What are you going to do with it? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they're like, well, you should record it. Oh, okay. Is that what you do with music? <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> that from a while back. Yeah. It's, well, and now invocation. And so we're going to dive into that in just a little bit. Uh, but this is just the release of that transparency, I'm sure, right now, is speaking to that person that says, but I, but that purpose that I felt like I had, and it, it doesn't feel like it's there anymore, God might still have something for you in that. There yeah. might be transition. 
it, it, I, that story will resonate in multiple ways to multiple people. And something I love to point out when we get these opportunities to talk like this is everybody has a powerful testimony. No mm -hmm. matter what that is for you, that God has done for you, whether it is drug addiction that you were broken free from, whether it was, hey, I stopped writing and God said, hey, I want you to write again. Your testimony is power and important. And so we're going to dive in some more. We're going to play some more music, anointed music here on Victory 91.5. We're going to come back with more with Andy Cherry. Yes, that's such an awesome reminder that he has been there through it all. No matter what it is we're going through, no matter where we are, no matter what the enemy's trying to say, he is there for us. That's Stephen McWhorter here on Victory 91.5. I'm Q here in the morning with you, and I've got Andy Cherry in the studio. And in our last break, Andy, we were talking about how God kind of started pouring those songs back out to let you just worship him and put him down and and everybody was like hey you might want to record these <laughs> so yeah. what was the decision between taking those to a studio and doing a live album like you released yeah you know what um we, we started the process actually in the studio um with with me and all the guys and and young lady who played on my album we were all in the studio together working out the songs and and as we were doing it everything sounded great and felt great um but there was something about um, taking all of these songs back to where they started, which was in a live worship con context. Right, right. Um, uh, on my album, Invocation, um, I think five of the seven songs all started from spontaneous moments of worship. Uh, and so it felt very much in line with the the entire process of like mm -hmm. i'm going to go back to this to this spot and go back to this um this space where it felt like these songs were born um mm. and yeah you could make them sound perfect uh but i think that a big part of it for me um coming after 10 years of not releasing something was the um, the inordinate amount of pressure that i had placed on myself to come out with something that i felt was like perfect right and i said okay i'm going to do uh, something that is there's no chance that it's going to be <laughs> um, we're going to go and we're going to record this live um, I'm not going to overdub any vocals or anything like that we're just, it, what it is is what it is wow and uh, that felt very in line with just how this whole process has gone and I'm so thankful that I did it I mean as a vocalist I mean I, there's a, a million things that I would have done differently you know in the studio <laughs> but I think that's probably part of what makes it uh, su such a cool experience well in that scary moment of just leaning on him and saying hey you, you wrote these anyway this is how we need to bring these back to you yeah absolutely yeah yeah there's actually um you know you mentioned that there's a there's a lyric in one of the songs that on the album called rejoicing over me that says every melody that i've heard is a song that you sang first mm. um and that was the story of this entire album is every single melody um that or most of the melodies that ended up on this album. I mean, all of them, uh, really. Yeah. Um, but but really, practically, the ones that started in spontaneous moments were were melodies that the Lord just kind of sang into my ear, mm. and they just they somehow got lodged in the brain and and turned into <laughs> songs um, by by His grace and by the yeah. by the miracle of what He what He does through His Spirit. And so 
I'm just incredibly grateful and, and the opportunity to get to record these it was was a was a dream. Yeah, and and you know over the last year or so you had a couple singles, you you had some collaborations. So kind of getting back into the swing of this thing, people are probably sitting there thinking, hey, is he going to tour? Where where are we going to see this? So so where's all this going? Do you feel like the Lord's showing you? Uh, I think what the Lord is showing me is to. Uh, take the next step every time mm. um, and not to not to think about uh, maybe step 10 and maybe worry about <laughs> step two. That's good. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if the touring life is ever something that I'm going to do again in the way that I did it before, mm-hmm. but uh, I love getting the opportunity to share these stories and share these songs with people whenever I get an opportunity to. Yeah, and, and that's what you were doing last night in Atlanta. Why we got to do this was songs and stories, right? Yeah, it was, um, it was just kind of a long version of what we're doing here today, telling the story of how kind God has been to mm. me and how faithful he's been and how good he's been to me and and how every one of these songs feels like a gift and a miracle. And the, the, and honestly, it's surreal just to be able to, to share those and to even just be sitting here talking to you today. Yeah, well, it's it's an honor to have you here in the studio's uh, Divine Appointments, as we pointed out earlier. Yes, right. Well, we've got some more to talk about. We're going to get into some of the family stuff because that's always fun and We're going to just keep leaning into what the Lord has for this conversation here on Victory 91.5. That is just what he does. Mm. Those beauty for ashes and... Before we die, I mean, this is our last opportunity to talk this morning. I'm sure we're going to get to do this again. I, I just, your, your heart and what you're doing, and we're going to find time to do this again. But talk a little bit about that song and how it was downloaded, how it came about writing it. I, I'd love to hear the story behind this song. Well, I love the scripture um, that says, Behold, the Lamb on the throne says, I'm making all things new. Mm. Um, I I love the grammar of that. As a songwriter, I kind of geek out about silly things. <laughs> yeah. um, but the, but there's something about the grammar of that um, and the, the the verb tense of making. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we like to think of salvation as like a one-time occurrence, or we like to think that God made us new. But but what but what that scripture reminds me is for us and our hearts and our and our communities and everything that we're a part of God is making things new and he's in the he's in the business of rebuilding and restoring and remaking things all the time and it's because it's his nature it's because that's who he is it's because that's what he does he's doing it because that's the thing that he does yes and he i mean it, it, i know it feels weird to talk about god this way but he can't help himself <laughs> he can't help himself making things new mm. because he loves restoring he's and the creator he is and he loves he loves creating a new thing he loves doing a new thing in your life and mm. and that song was actually the first complete song written for this project invocation that just came out in january and it was a song that really encapsulates the entire entire thing where you know god said to me it's like i'm i'm making this new like yeah. from from the ashes i'm mm. making something new i'm making something beautiful yeah. um and and the bridge of that song which uh, I, I i really love it says uh, he's never stopped turning things around and he's never stopped making all things new mm. it's 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 never ever stopped and it's not going to stop and and that's and that's something that in the moments where you feel like you've got maybe just 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 barely enough faith to make it through another day, mm. God reminds me and he reminds you that 
I'm still making things new. Yes. And I'm, I've never stopped turning things around for you. And if you can find the ounce of faith that it takes to believe in that, like I believe that your situation and whatever that is that you're walking through can be completely transformed um, mm. because, because that's what he does. Yeah. And he loves to do that. And he loves, he loves for your heart to grow in faith when you see all the things that he's done for you. Yeah. Well, you just talking about that and talking about this song, that just wrapped up everything we just talked about over the last hour. Because he, he made you new. He took you through a season and said, hey, I got you. And that, that newlywed moment that you were like, hey, I need to step back and I need to spend time with my wife. And you, you did that in obedience to what the Father asked of you. And now he's bringing this back, this passion that he put inside of you from the foundation of the world. And now you have a little three-year-old. You have this awesome opportunity to just pour your heart out. What is that like, man, being able to look at your son and say, like, you're going to be able to hear this, what the Lord is doing? Like, oh. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a moment, um, a, a spontaneous moment in one of the songs on the album called Mighty where um, I say, uh, the, the lyric is, uh, I'll sing your name um, so that my son takes heart and so that my wife can witness. And um, there's, a, there's a part of this where um, outside of just the obedience to the Lord, um, outside of just knowing that I'm doing the thing that I was made to do and I'm doing the thing that I, I know is, is right, I know the thing that the, the Lord has for me, a huge part of this is um, I, I want my son to grow up knowing that it's always okay to try again mm. and it's always okay to follow his dreams it's always okay to have faith it's always okay to trust in the lord yes not only is it okay it's the best thing and mm -hmm. that there is absolutely no shame in hope yeah. I and mean, that is a promise in romans that I, I think about almost every day is that you can have hope and you can feel like it's silly but there's not shame in it right there's no shame in hope and so that means that you don't have to feel embarrassed about hoping that things are going to get better. Mm. You don't have to feel shame about thinking that things are going to turn around for you. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's honestly the, the, you know, it's an overused phrase, but that's the legacy I want to leave for my family and for my son Yeah, is that you can always hope for that things are going to get better because God loves turning things around. Because that's just what he does. That's just what he does. <laughs> well, let people know, and I know this is hard for you. We were talking about this off the <laughs> air of, of self-promotion or whatever the world wants to call it, but people want to know where to get your music and where to connect with you through social media. Let people have the details this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's, it's rich saying that as I'm doing a radio <laughs> interview, right? Um, but, we're uh, just talking. Everybody just happens to be in the room. <laughs> that's right. Um, but uh, yeah, so my new album, Invocation, a live worship album, my first album in 10 years, is available wherever you get your music. Uh, and then you can find me on social media, Andy Cherry, on all um, platforms and would love to connect at the end and yeah. love to see you down the road. Well, eventually in one of my segments of what you're looking at, I'm sure there'll be an Andy Cherry entry of what you're putting on social media because I love to point that out to people of who they're hanging around online. Just like in real life, it matters. Your circle matters. I pointed out yesterday from Mark 2 when Jesus forgave and healed the paralytic because his friends had enough faith to bring him. That's right. Yeah, your circle matters. That's right. It's an important thing. Well, Andy, thanks for taking time out this morning. I know yeah. you've got plenty else to do today, so we really appreciate you taking time to come to Victory today. Thank you, brother.
Thank All you right. so much for having me. Well, this is Victory 91.5, and my time is up with you. Uh, I'm Q. Brian's going to be in here in just a moment. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow morning around the 7 o'clock hour. We are going to be making some fun announcements with some other guests that I'm going to have in the studio. Uh, so it's an exciting time here at Victory 91.5. We're so thrilled that you are part of it as we worship the Father, as we point back to Him at every turn. You can be listening in Atlanta and North Georgia over the air at 91.5. You can also go online at victory.radio. You can download the More Music app, M-O-R, the More Music app. And you can even tell Alexa to play Victory 91.5. So really, you have no excuse to not be, you know, hanging out with us here at Victory 91.5 as we worship the Father.